Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I'm Tommy Dreamer, and my co-host and I, Mickey James, we're talking hardcore country. We're talking the next generation. And we have our guests, Brian Pillman Jr. and Zaya Brookside. And we're talking about how to be the next generation when your parents were such big stars in the industry. And all this conversation started with The Rock's daughter, Ava Rain, talking NXT and everything pro wrestling right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Fourth generation, Ava Rain. Uh, her big sit down, she did shock the world. I love the follow up. And it was uh, the next day, a Google trend. A lot of people were talking about it. Nobody saw it coming. The place reacted to it. And then the world kind of reacted to it. And now we have this great sit-down interview. Also, shout out to Vic Joseph. Uh, you did an excellent job. Hey, I Vic. haven't really seen him in that setting. Yeah. And his tall lankiness did an excellent job interviewing <laughs> the schism. And now we kind of heard what I always like to say, the person's mission statement. And I thought she did an amazing job and of telling her story and her real story about, you know, being in the WWE since she grew up and yeah. then talking about her directive, uh, thought she held her own. Mickey, your thoughts. I thought she did a really great job in that sit down because I expected the guys to kind of it was important for her to have her own statement to say, you know, to have a strong and powerful statement, especially because it's going to be the first time you get to see her in that kind of situation. Um, and I was hoping that the guys weren't just going to speak for her, but she did a great job. And I think she really stood in that role. And she's almost looks in the way it's positioned as like a, a leader of that whole faction. Yes. Uh, and also she had the majority of the interview. Mm -hmm. I love how everybody got to chime in. They right. all hit their, uh, I like to call their schism gang symbols. I know that it's a thing. Weirdo people uh, like to right. do these weirdo things. Violent by design. They like to shoot these weird symbols out there. So schism's got theirs. Um, okay, so it, can we just address the elephant in the room, though? Why are you talking about my weight that way? It's messed up. <laughs> That's what bullies for, not you. That's the no. Fat and the Furious edition. No, the only the thing about this group, the schism is really, do are we a fan of the name schism? You love it. Uh, I am not. I don't know what it means. I, don't I know think what it, it means. has a like uh, when I think of certain words, they kind of make me go bleh. Not that I it go bleh that much. Like phlegm, like schism. 
that moist. My mouth doesn't like it when it comes through my teeth. Like okay. it, um, it just makes me kind of go like, mm, that because face. The Ooh. actual word schism. Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you? Okay, keep going. Sorry, week. sorry, guys. I'm not bearing. I like it's is it whatever. because of the word? Tell me. It's like, the word. Like I don't like the word. The word is. It's just. It's not. My ears don't like it. Ew. Mm. Andre. 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 The producing, producing giant. If they ever say my, schism me, daddy, I don't know about that one. I, think I don't know be... if that's going to make a t-shirt. I do don't think. <laughs> I would get that t-shirt. If it says schism me, daddy, then you do. You go I, this way. You know, you a lot of people apart. would buy that t-shirt. Yeah. But I couldn't even get MILF t the MILF t-shirt. Mickey, I like fighting t-shirt approved so i don't think schism me daddy is going to get over yeah through the yeah. through the network but we can put it on pro wrestling tees they you know could, well they can't know but they, other people can uh, somebody could don't have that lawyer that in them. aew someone take my uh, money please schism me daddy shirts <laughs> andre go schism me daddy go trademark it right away get in your zoom box i don't want to see you again until i call on you <laughs> until you got <clears> that <throat> trademark locked wow um your Sorry, guys. Sorry, schism. I didn't mean to bury it. I, it's, you know, obviously it's working because it's a heel name. Like I immediately I immediately kind of go, oh, I don't like these guys because I don't like that word. What other words don't you like? Um, Phlegm. Phlegm is not fun. That phlegm is, you know, moist. Mm -mm, that's, uh, you know, it depends on what you're talking about. Like if you're talking about a cake, then yes, moist is fine. You know, <laughs> okay. Somebody else help me out here. And uh, moving on, let's go back. Let's go back to second generation, third gen. Sorry, I, I. Well, she's fourth. She is fourth. I said her, and we, I mean we we this topic came about from last week when right. we were talking about it uh, from her debut, and like I said, man, it it got a lot of people talking mm -hmm. uh, because of yes. Her father, her father, yes. the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, her father, the number one actor uh, in the world today. Uh, kudos to you also for your movie premiere being one of the highest grossest weekends uh, of all time. You keep on firing on all cylinders rock. Um, so that's a lot of pressure when you're your father. Yeah. Think of yourself. I think uh, I think honestly, too, I, I think the genuine excitement was how are they going to present her? I think people have been anxiously kind of awaiting her debut and her arrival to the WWE scene. I think there was a lot of people assuming that she would just step into I'm the Rock's daughter role and it was easy and it would either get her over or get her a ton of heat and stuff. And I think the fact that they've went a complete different route and almost like just not, not like not acknowledging it, but to change her name and do all the things to just be able to step into this other role. Not only does it kind of step her away, it gives her a chance to prove herself on her own merit, you know, cause she's always going to have that uh, respect of being that fourth generation star at this point, but it's really trying to find her own footwork in that door and what it looks like for her. So it, she isn't just known as the rock's daughter. So I think, for her, it's very exciting, you know, because I think the latter would have been pretty uh, detrimental in the sense of like, not everybody can just come in and be, you know, even with Charlotte Flair, like when you were saying they dropped her last name, they dropped Flair, like 
obviously she's acknowledged as Charlotte Flair, but they just call her Charlotte now. I, I think that's a big thing uh, in wrestling because of the pressures. Mm-hmm. By the way, she's lucky I wasn't handling her creative because I would have named her Pebbles, the rock's <gasps> daughter. Um, right. Get it? But a bump. If, like I said, Blackjack Mulligan, uh, massive star, his son, Barry Windham, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, totally changed name and Barry got more over as Barry Wyndham than he did uh, Blackjack Mulligan yeah. Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that change their name because of those pressures. And, and I mean, think right. of you and your journey in life. You you more than paid your dues, but being a woman in this industry, being, uh, you know, trying to come up the right way, all these things. And then plus you have to fill the biggest shoes in professional wrestling. But even if you didn't have to fill the biggest shoes, think of Greg Mm -hmm. Valentine, Johnny Valentine, but then, you know, there's also the fact that she is a woman uh, in this industry. It's extra pressure uh, for your generation was because there wasn't as many women and, you know, Mm -hmm. wanting to be a wrestler. Thankfully it has changed and it's, you know, it's still as hard, but you have to now, you know, every, I don't want to say every guy, but it's like, oh, I have a son. My son will be the wrestler. But now, oh, no, I have a daughter. Do I want my daughter in this business? And then, you know, and kudos to her because I said it last week. She's the rock's daughter. She doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be paying her dues. She doesn't have to be training every day. And she is. Right. And she also talked about suffering an injury. And I love that. She said she suffered an injury. And who was the only person that called her, which Mm -hmm. is really, really a backstory to everything. But I mean, I feel she's going to where this is the beginning stages and I feel it's better than when her father debuted as like, you know, Rocky Maya Via, mm-hmm. where the fans eventually turned on him, but she's being put in a nice spotlight already yeah. and going the opposite route. She's being evil. Right. And there's so many things that can come out of being in that faction of the stories and the alliances that happen even within that faction. So it's, you know, has scope for a long tenure to kind of grow in that role. Yes. Uh, And then you could see where when you're in a group eventually, I mean, and this group is just forming and it's just getting over. You can see then where, okay, you're, you you look at the stars that have worked in groups before mm-hmm. Lex Luger. He wasn't ready yet. And then he got put in the horseman. He became ready. You look at what they did with evolution with Randy and Dave, and they mm-hmm. surrounded themselves with greatness with Rick and triple H and then mm-hmm. that, how they blossom. So this is just the beginning because when you do, if you do make an error or if you do something, you can still be the focus but mm-hmm. you're also surrounded by, and and her group, they're all good workers. Right. And uh, I haven't seen her wrestle yet, and I'm already intrigued, and I don't think I need to see her wrestle yet. And when she does, whoever that opponent's going to be, it's if I'm taking that, you apologize now, yeah. and it has to be a total dominant performance, whomever she wrestles. You know, that's interesting to say that because I hadn't even really thought about that because I assumed the role that she was going in, she probably still wouldn't wrestle for a while unless it was like an intergender match or something that where there was another female involved in kind of that role. Uh, right. That well, ma- they could build that. They have a lot of groups like that in NXT. Mm-hmm. 
and a lot of women, or they also do like random pairings. Right. Uh, I'm enjoying NXT, by the way. Yeah. And, uh, I, I enjoyed the show last night. I, I I love seeing a lot of these characters develop. Uh, I enjoyed the main event. I enjoyed how it was set up last night. But what they're also doing, introducing more characters via, via vignettes mm-hmm. and making you think of who are these people going to be, um, which I thought they did an excellent job last night with the one person who keeps leaving messages at the PC Center. By the way, PC Center, why do you still have an answering machine? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's We're in a digital age. If I, even with the Android 3, can get rid of my... Uh, Okay. Answering machine. I think you can too. And then there was another person who had a nice vignette that had me being like, hmm, who's this person going to be? So kudos to whoever's uh, doing that down there because it's gaining interest. So you don't have a voicemail system on your cell phone? No, I do. A lot of people don't, but this is like straight up looks like answer machine. Oh, like I press the button, press play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone's pranking the PC center. Somebody's constant. They still got that intercom system where they press the button into the other room That's on the wall. Straight up, I used to have people. Any crazy person that used to call WWE, somehow if they got through, they put them to me when I worked there. It was usually <laughs> I enjoyed all those conversations. By the way, I'm sure you did. I love the crazy. Hence why I mean you get along so so well. <laughs> Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors. No prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. If you missed anything this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, I got you covered. It's Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we play back the best clips of the week and recap in a way you have never heard before. It's a roast like no other, and no one is safe. Not Mad Dog, not anyone. This is a Morning After walk of shame you actually won't regret. You can find Mike Babchick's Morning After on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. Mr. Brian Pillman Jr., how you doing this morning? How are you doing? I'm so I'm good. Great. I'm good. Well, Brian, we've been talking uh, the next generation to second generation uh, wrestlers. That's been the theme of the show. And uh, you uh, are, of course, one. Uh, and listening to your story, also knowing you, um, we're talking the trials and the tribulations of being a second generation wrestler. So uh, you had started a little late for your decision to become a professional wrestler and now uh first let's talk the the pressure of you know living up to that standard that your dad set in other people's minds yeah i mean that's that's kind of that's kind of the theme of it right you know um i think i've had a very unique 
story when it comes to the 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 plethora of second generation wrestlers that we have uh throughout wrestling and that you know i did join later on you know i did i did sort of uh put off wrestling you know because in my own head it was you know not the path that i was going to take you know what i mean it, it didn't do it didn't pan out that well for my father and i thought it'd be a safer route to go to college and uh finish school and i did all that and and i and i just had a calling man i think i think just my personality and, and the way i look and the way i'm built i just I, I i knew i'd have a natural knack for it um but yeah definitely jumping head first into something like pro wrestling when you have such a uh an almost insurmountable amount of, of pressure and expectations at a later age without having any real, like natural, like, you know what I mean? Like I wasn't backyard wrestling from the age of 12 to 21 and then just got, you know, decided just to go pro the next day. Like, right. Like a lot of these kids, you know, they grew up doing it like, you know, and, 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 and kids in, in Mexico and Lucha culture and stuff like that. So you know, despite being a second generation wrestler, you know, my, my experience level and my, uh, my aptitude for the sport, I didn't start off on an uneven playing field in that sense. Um, but there were a lot of, of advantages and stuff. And, but I mean, that was the caveat that came with the pressure, I, you know, because I got all these opportunities early on, I also got slammed with pressure. You know, there was, there was, there was always a target on my back. I mean, I think I started TV wrestling, uh, maybe like three months into wrestling, I got on with MLW, right. you know what I mean? I'm three months in and there's a, there's a hard cam and there's all this shit to think about, you know what I mean? And, and just being kind of thrown to the fire like that. Um, it's true. It was, it was truly a blessing. Honestly, it made me who I am now. I mean, I, I got my, I've had so many, I had so many matches early on, so many bad matches and I got out of my system. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very blessed to be able to work with, with dreamer even super early on, you know what I mean? And, and getting to do like high level stuff involving like hardcore and, and incorporating different items and stuff and, and, and stuff like that. So just to sort of be thrown into the fire like that, it kind of, it kind of forged me into who I am. And I feel like I have a lot of different experiences and stuff. Um, yeah but definitely a very unique situation. And it's a challenge that I deal with every day. Every time I walk in the locker room, every day I wake up to be the best version of the wrestler as I can be is, is I'm constantly, you know, considering, you know, my father's, you know, his reputation and his contributions and, and, uh, you know, trying to be my own version of myself, but also, you know, you know, falling in love with different aspects of, of, of his career and, and some things that I would like to, recreate or tribute you know what i mean it's a fine line you know what i mean because i'm trying to i'm trying to be myself now especially yeah. as i approach 30 years old and i'm actually and i actually am like like don't get me wrong i used to hate wrestling because like you know i i knew i i knew i wanted to get out there and, and make a name for myself but because i just got thrown into it you know i was going every weekend i was just basically getting in a car to drive five hours to go suck at something and then drive home. And, and you know what I mean? Right. Like, like it was hard. Like it would be different if I had grown up doing it and I had all these ideas and shit when I started, but like, I just, I didn't know what to do, what moves to do, what to say, you know, it was just so foreign to me. Um, oh, and I'm sure that people just expected you because I, I want to talk to you a little bit about this because I think that your journey as a second generation superstar is very, you're sitting there touch talking about it now. It's very different than most people's journey as a second generation superstar. Because then if you think about it, the business took your father away at a very young age for you. So then you grew up without your father 
from a business that you're now in that you, yeah. like you said, you steered away from going into it. So I'm sure you had a lot of and uh, mixed emotions growing up and dealing with all that. And then to then step into the business and decide to take this venture and you're immediately compared to your father, which is a big, uh, a big deal because he was pretty iconic. You know what I mean? Like he's very, very popular and, and a wrestling tragedy in that sense. So one, why then what made it you say, okay, you know what? I do want to do this. I do want to try wrestling out because you didn't have the foundation of the being able to go to your dad or watch wrestling with your dad in that sense, or like to then pick his brain, like a lot of the superstars um, have been able to do. Um, and it just like, what made you come to that? Because I, I'm sure you, like you said, you hated it for a long time, as I think I would have as a child been like, you know. Yeah, it was, it was sort of just like a sign, you know, it was, it was something that was, it was always in the back of my head, like, it, you know, just sitting back there, I mean, even from a young age, I just didn't have time to even, you know what I mean? I was, I was moving out of the house at like 13, living with my friend, you know, I didn't have time right. to consider if I was going to go to a wrestling school and like do all this bullshit. And to me, right. I had such a respect for it. I thought, you know, oh, they're only going to hire people right out of the NFL or, or right out of some sport, you know, like the MMA, mm -hmm. like. You know, I just got to graduate college and focus on that. You know, I, right. I, did, I did play some division three uh, lacrosse, you know, and as I got older, I got a little bit more on my feet. My aunt Linda, God bless her heart. You know, she yep. bought me, she bought a house here in uh, Edgewood, Kentucky. So I could finish mm -hmm. out like my final year of high school and then into college. So I was able to, uh, and that's sort of what saved me too, was the sports teams, you know, I had, I had like, you know, figures like sports coaches and masculine mm -hmm. figures to kind of get Mentors. me out of, the, out of the hood and you know staying out of trouble and stuff um but going back to your uh to your question it was just it was a, it was a combination of different signs my my it, it actually started my buddy got me into yoga I was a big gamer I wasn't doing a lot with my body physically mm -hmm. um but I wasn't doing great with the dating marketplace right you know I wasn't doing well with the ladies and I was like what can I do <laughs> I was like, you know, I'll go take some yoga. You know, it always starts, oh, okay. that, right? It always starts, you know, a, a man's path to greatness usually starts with wanting to meet more women, right? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to take yoga. And then I really loved it. And I loved like the ability I was able to uh, harness out of yoga, the, the athletic ability, the balance and the, and the core strength and stuff. And I really, and that, that kind of helped me find my, find out, okay, wait a minute, maybe I am athletic. Maybe I do have some sort of genetic you know ability here and then I started hitting the weight room and then it all just kind of came to be and I thought damn I look good I like I'm, I'm I'm Jack now I can move it's like what am I doing you know maybe I was meant to you know that was one of the signs like okay so my my genetics are more apt to look a certain way I have broad shoulders you know my hair is very healthy I started growing my hair out Mm -hmm. and then luxurious um, locks yeah i mean and that's the thing the hair you know? is, the hair's never fought me on it it's definitely been <laughs> along for the ride the whole time so a lot of things just started to click for me and then i became more confident and i thought you know what maybe maybe i can give this wrestling thing a try and like just with all the timing of everything happening so perfectly i'm like going to my final course to graduate college like it's like the last week of school i'm on campus and I get a DM from Stone Cold Steve Austin, like of all people, you know, like the busiest guy ever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to this day, it's like, you know, I, I, I just talk to him when I can, but I, you know, and don't get me wrong, like he gives me all the time of day when I ask him, but, you know, yeah. he's just a busy yeah. guy. And, and to yeah. get a, to get a DM, he's a great dude, Twitter, though. Yeah. And I wasn't big on the social media yet either. You know, right. I'm sitting there with my Twitter 
you know, I don't even got 30 followers. And he's like, hey, bud, you know, I got this weightlifting belt. It was your dad's. I want to give it to you. And I'm like, what Aww. weightlifting belt? Like, okay, cool. You know, forgive That's my so Stone nice. Cold impression. That's what I'm working with right that now. Was, that was pretty um, good. That was all right. He's like, it was yeah. like Stone Cold Steve Austin waking up in the morning. But uh, yeah, me and, I you know, me, and your, me, and your, me and your pops were, were best buds, and I just want to tell you some stories. That, uh, you got a minute? And I'm like, do I have a minute? You know, like I'm like I'll skip class. Like I do not need to be in <laughs> you know IT 104 when I'm just I'm not you know what I mean I'm pressing buttons and they're not doing fuck all anyways. You know, <laughs> so I just stand outside of you know the little campus building and chat with Steve Austin for about 45 minutes. He tells me some great shit. And by the end of it, I thought, you know what, Steve, I've been thinking, you know, I'm here, I'm about to graduate school and, and start a bullshit job. I was like, do you think I could ever, you know, get into the pro wrestling business? And he's like, you know, I you know, I'd want you, you know, to let you know your dad would want you to do, you know, whatever would make you happy. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, this business ain't going anywhere. He's like, don't do it just to do it, you know, do it if, if you think it'll make you happy and, and it's something you want to really do. And then, awesome. I, and, and then I mean, I ended up finishing school and working corporate job for like six months after that. But don't get me wrong. Like after that day, it was I was becoming a pro wrestler. Like, don't get like, yeah. that's like the plan was set, you know, and I sort of uh, just continued working that light, like that corporate job. I worked for a Fortune 50 company. I did uh, database management for accounting software for car dealerships all along uh the western hemisphere it was called cdk global it was a pretty cool gig you know and i and i and i grew up around cars like working in body shops and stuff mm-hmm. so i had a, i like really like you know i liked the job and stuff and i you know i was all into it but but man it, it, it just it started to dawn on me that my personality and just who i was did not fit in an office setting right you know what i mean like i didn't know that like during the work hours, you're not allowed to just like jump off the cubicle and double axe handle your coworkers. You know what I mean? Like, right. I didn't know, like, I was just not a normal person. So I would just be like constantly mm-hmm. like trying to wrestle people in the hallway while right. they're going to get a bagel or while they're getting a coffee. You know what I mean? Like the old bagel double leg. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, Hey, what's up? And they're like, Dude, <laughs> gotcha. like we're at work. And I'm like, work, <laughs> what's work? Like this is work, you know? Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then like, I just, I just got on YouTube and like the coolest thing and I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll go ahead and be a a mark and put them all over. But the coolest thing for me was uh, watching the like young bucks and the Cody and and Kenny and the elite and the ring of honor and all the shit. Like they're just watching it all stir up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm just like, Oh man, like I'm about to train to be a wrestler. And these guys are just like taking over the world. Like it's a revolution. Like, fuck the WWE, you know, like, you know, kind of like in that like renegade mindset, I always wanted to be with them, you know, like, right. I, I tell people all the time, I never even did a WWE tryout because to me, like a free lunch or like a free ticket somewhere was going to be a bad move because I needed to earn it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to just go in there and then be like, all right, well, he looks good. Fuck it. You know, we'll give him a job. Like I wanted right. to go somewhere where the people were like, all right, we actually, I've seen him wrestle. He's been on the Indies a few years. You know what I mean? So earn it. My yeah. natural sort of uh, my natural trajectory brought me to AEW. Like I was on the Indies with all those guys. I was on the MLW once a month with Lucha Bros. Like I had already, you know, been boys with half the AEW roster before it formed. And I was on all the little secret little indie like promotion shows that built up AEW. And another thing I'll put myself over, I was the very first entrance ever at AEW during the casino battle royal how about that when the when the pay-per-view uh goes live there's already preloaded athletes in the ring 
So the first entrance at any AEW official event ever is me wandering through the curtain and then Isaiah Cassidy jumping me on the ramp. Nice. There's nice. a little trivia for you. There you I go. like it. I but like yeah, it. I just, to me, it, to, me, yeah, to me, it was like, I was coming up with guys who, who had a similar story of like, you know, maybe they were being neglected or maybe they were being rejected in some way and they wanted to start a revolution and create a new company. And that was just so cool to me. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm sticking it to the man and like going my own path, you know what I mean? So, sort of different from my father and like, you know, you know, just being me, you know, and then I think slowly, but surely I'm starting to figure out who I am, you know, who Brian right. Coleman Jr. is. Yeah. And it's, it, it's one thing to try and step out outside the shadow, but when it, when it's just me, you know what I mean? I, I find it a little easier because it is just me, you know what I mean? Like maybe Brock and like, and like the guns, like there's so many guys that like their dad is still here. So mm -hmm. it's a different dynamic. It's a whole different story, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like they constantly have their father in their ear helping them, but also influencing them too. So you never know um, how that, how that affects how they're coming up and how they view the business creatively. Right. It's a, it's like a creative thing. You know what I mean? I bet if my dad was around, he would be coming at me with all these different angles and ideas that I probably wouldn't normally come up with, you know? Right. So I feel like I'm, I'm starting to become genuinely uh, creative in the business where maybe when I was first starting out, I was just sort of like recycling old stuff and like, you know, older gimmicks and tribute stuff where now it's like, okay, now I'm like really seeing the business for what it is, for who it, how it serves me and my creativity. So. Right. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine Podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine Podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine Podcast. We are ready for Women of Wednesday with Miss Saya Brookside. Good morning. Hello. Good afternoon. <laughs> it is afternoon for you. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. That was oh. a cool intro. <laughs> Thanks. A little share pumps everybody up, you know? I remember when they were asking, Andre's like, well, what song do you think for Women of Wednesday? And I was like, oh, God, there's so many female empowerment, but I just love a bit of share. So, you know. And it is a woman's world. Let's face it. It's true. It's I'll, true. I'll just be standing over here. You guys could keep. Sorry. Talking. Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> 
You can be a woman today. It's okay. Well, thank you. Yes, and you uh, nice to see too. you, uh, my dear. Um, happy to see you. Um, so this whole episode today on Busted Open, we're talking about the next generation and you being mm -hmm. second generation wrestler. Uh, your father, super duper famous in the UK, international, and even more famous in the States for training the next generation of uh, wrestlers. So for you, and we're talking about the pressures, the doors that it opened, um, tell us kind of like your story, like me and Mickey were talking like, wait, did your father train you? We don't know. So if you could kind of help us out here, because it's your story and you're the best person to tell your own narrative. So be your narrator and tell us all about yourself. <laughs> okay. Well, he never trained me. I've did he been want you in the business? Oh, no, not at all. Like, he did everything to keep me out of it. It was I'm quite sure. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted to be a vet, like, when I was growing up. And he's like, you're going to go to school and you're going to get all your GCSEs and your exams and become a vet. And then when he actually moved to America for NXT, I was like, wait, I miss it. Because as a child, I was going to shows with him every day, every week. I'd go from school, go to the show, like, come back home back to school like it was every single day and it was like so much like all the time that when he left I was like I felt like there was something missing in my life and then I was like wait no this is actually what I want to do and that's when I realized I loved wrestling was when it was taken away wow so do yeah. you have a doctor you have a degree to be a veterinarian oh no not at all oh you that was just the plan <laughs> that was the plan yeah that's so funny. So, yeah. <laughs> you, so you started training in England. Yeah. Yeah. I started training start? when I was 15. Oh, wow. And I okay. debuted when I was 16. I got yeah. trained by um, a wrestler called Darren Thunder Walsh. Mm -hmm. He was my main trainer. Um, my dad actually used to wrestle with him, like in Germany and the UK. But my dad never trained me. We wanted to keep it very separate. Yeah. Because, like, as you were saying before, Tommy, like, it does open a lot of doors for you being a second generation wrestler. Like you can't lie and say it doesn't, but it makes them a lot harder to get through. Right. Because there's this level of like expectation. And I remember when I first started and everyone's like, yeah, we want to book a she's a second generation, but I'm still only a year in or six months in. Like I'm still super new. Like I don't have the, you know, I can't think of the word. Like you don't have all the training. Right. Yeah, the, or the confidence. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the, what did your dad say when you said, dad, I want to be a wrestler as he's in Florida. Now he's training at NXT. What was his reaction? Was he just like, uh, or did he help you find the trainer or. No, no he said, no, he was like, not in a million years, not happening. And I actually went to this trainer behind his back. He like took over my dad's school. And I was like, hey, Uncle Darren, my dad said I could start training with you. He didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> That's awesome. So I kind of like so snuck in. But I found out like a year ago that Darren actually did call my dad. And like they ran it past each other. And he was like, he just wanted me to be trained properly. That's so funny. Now, yeah. Your, your father, like, like for us in the States, we didn't get to see his greatness because, you know, he was doing everything uh, over in the UK and internationally and all that stuff. But if you think about how great uh, he is, uh, Robbie Brookside, he is training everybody. 
in the industry. Like, so that's how much, like you say, his name cachet delivers. So the extra pressure, we were just talking to Brian Pillman Jr. about it. And he said advice that he got from Cody Rhodes is you're going to have to work harder to meet up those expectations. Doors are going to open for you um, because of your name. But then, and as you know, you have to be able to do it in the ring because you don't want them to say, she's not her dad. Right. Not as good as, or whatever. Did you yeah. experience a lot of that or? Oh yeah, so much. Um, well, my dad never actually saw me wrestle until I debuted at the Mayan Classic. Mm-hmm. So I'd already been wrestling. I remember this. Yeah, that, that was the first match I'd ever had in front of him when I'm doing my entrance. And he like holds out his arms for me. And I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm just worried about the match. But like, you're so right. There's so many doors that do open. But then the, I feel like the expectation is higher. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you're just expected to live up to this standard. And like, my dad was an incredible British wrestler. Like he's training the people that you now see main events in WWE or even other places now. Like, so it is a lot harder, but I also accept the challenge right? and I'm excited for the future. And I just, I just try and train and work hard and as much like I love using his name. I love where he comes from and I love what British wrestling means to me, but I am still me. Right. And that's how it's well, supposed to be. It is. It is. And you're so young and you have so much time in front of you. And I think, um, you know, we all have our journeys, but that's so cute that you went behind his back and obviously, you know, he was going to call, but um, obviously your dad knew that you were, there was no saying no to you at that point. Like once it's in your head, it's like all of us, like once wrestling is in your blood and in your brains and your head, you're like, I just have to do it. I can't help it. I love it so much. Um, but we're super proud of you. I know you were signed for a bit. And then just with leaving now um, NXT UK, like how has that been since your departure? Because there's so much wrestling in the UK right now between progress and like one PW just came back for their first ever shit. Like the scene is very, very hot over there um, even since NXT has left. So I feel like you have a chance and opportunity to work with now so many other talents that have kind of blown up since that expansion. Um, but just to kind of really carve out your own space in your own name. Yeah, for sure. So I've been, I was signed for four years. Mm -hmm. I got signed in 2018 and I was only 19 at the time. Like the youngest signee, I think, weren't you? Yeah, I think so at the time. Mm -hmm. I think that might be different now, but um, at the time, like I was 19 and signing and like so much has changed since then. Like Mm -hmm. the indies four years ago compared to what they are now, like it's a completely different ballgame. There's so many more females over here now as well. And I, I'm just excited to like get back out there and just try new things. Um, I've got like we've, I've got something big coming up that I'm not allowed to talk about. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a surprise, but I'm excited Yay. for that. And I just, I want to work everywhere. I want to get back to like what I was doing before I was signed of just traveling, wrestling, like getting to know new people, working with different people, and really just growing myself as a wrestler again. Right. Because I feel like there's so many styles out there now too. For sure. And you can take all of these tools that you've learned underneath the system the last four years to like polish yourself. And now 
you're 10 times better than when you first went in there. And you can use that to like get over even more in this whole new market. And then who knows where you'll go. The sky's the yeah. limit, honestly. For sure. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just buzzed. Like at first, like, obviously it was a bit of a like, oh no, I'm getting married in July. So like we're planning all of that. And I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? But honestly, like the love and the support that I've received from like all my fan base has come back to me. Like they're reaching out. Where are you going? Like, what are you doing next? Um, I've had wrestlers reach out to me and I'm just, I'm ready to just hit the ground running. And yeah. Just it's exciting. It is exciting. It really is. Yeah. yeah. I'm just grateful. And congratulations <laughs> on your nuptials. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, if you have a visa, hey, me and Mickey will put a word in for you for uh, Impact Wrestling. Just uh, DM us on the side for that. We'll take care of that Slide one. Slide into the DMs. She, yeah. She's got, a, <laughs> she's got a lot of stroke in that uh, imp, Impact uh, oh, Wrestling. do I? She put her entire I career did. on the line for uh, I the did. DM, please. Yeah. Uh, You're going to fight me? I'll fight you. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> also, I mean, you, you think about how the you said not only has the indies changed, the world changed. I mean, we went through the pandemic the UK especially was completely shut down. Mm -hmm. um, now you're able to travel. You're able, I mean, a big thing I would say, because also he was, he went there a lot. Japan would work out uh, well with a lot of the women's promotions that they have mm -hmm. there, as well as then just being able to tour the States for different things. My other thing that I'm thinking about, like as a dad, it would be so hard to like one forget about my daughter traveling everywhere. It's he worked for the same company that let go of his daughter. Like that's devastating as a dad. Yeah. Cause I'm a dad. And then it, it's also like for you to have that again, nervousness and everyone goes through it. But then if you realize this could probably be the best thing for me, because I'm going to get more seasoned, go out there, become a bigger star. And right. then it's like the door is open again. The door is always open. Yeah. I think people think with it when they leave, like, oh no, it's never going to happen again. Like, no, you have now you could take all these tools. That's what I was saying. You're in such an amazing position because now you were so young. And like you said, green, when you first got there that, you know, you were just learning and absorbing it all. You know, now you can take all of these tools that are in your toolkit and go out there and become a star in your own right. And do it that your way. And then by the time you come back, I mean, you're still so young, you come back and then, the, then you just go to mega stardom. So it's amazing. I, it really, really is. And I think you, you have the right um, mindset and heart set about it because you can choose to look at things two ways, right? Like obviously that moment happens and you're devastated and you're like, oh man, just lost my dream. But then from there, it's what you do from that situation. And you can either choose to beat yourself up and, oh, what did I do wrong? Or you can say, no, I'm going to take this opportunity to go make something even better of myself to whether, whatever that catalyst is, whether it's to prove them wrong or to make them wish that they had never let me go or to show them that I'm a, I can do it all and be better than they ever thought, you know, they, or whoever it is, you know, so it's a, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So I I, don't, I guess I could, I'm just grateful that I have that mindset yeah. of like, there's, I feel like there's so many doors open now. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel restricted in any way. 
and I like I know deep down in my heart that that door is still open right so like it may not be now it may not be next week but like I know that if I work hard enough I can get back there mm-hmm. absolutely all other places <laughs> right hey uh let me ask you this also knowing your father um is your husband a wrestler uh, yeah, he is. Oh my oh. God. How did you yeah. reach that one, Dad? <laughs> oh, I'm dating man. a wrestler. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, did you keep that Australia. a secret? Yeah, he's from Australia and he moved over here back in 2017 just for like a two year come over and just kind of ended up staying. But um, the one thing I said to him was, I was like, you have to ask my dad. Like I won't say yes unless you ask him. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just how close my dad and I are. Like he really is my best friend, and I'm like, if he can't, then <laughs> yeah, you're out, oh, buddy. Wow. <laughs> See you later. So he said. So dad was cool with it, obviously. Well, he did say to him, "Not in a million years," but then he was like, "Yeah, you're fine. that's so funny." <laughs> Uh, I know you said you can't talk about what you uh, some big news for you, but do you have anything uh, one you want to promote or two like tell everybody what your Instagram and your Twitter is? You are here to promote you, my dear. We have millions upon millions of followers on this show. So put yourself over. Damn it. It's your day. It's Women <laughs> of Wednesday. Women of Wednesday. So my Instagram and my Twitter is at Zaya Brookside. I got my handles back, which is super exciting. And I, I currently have my Big Cartel store back open, which is zyabrookside.bigcartel.com, where you can get latest merch, 8x10s, all that fun stuff. I have an exclusive content page too, which is more behind the scenes. But really, just let's all stay up to date. Let's stay on this journey together. I'm super excited for every step that I have coming forward. And let me know where you want to see me next. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.